And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. Uh, coming to you live from WIMG 1300 AM and WIMG1300.com. If you're viewing us, you are watching over WPHY Fios Channel 28 and over the air broadcast Channel 25.1. Shoot, we blowing we are, up. Shoot, look at us on WIMG. And, and I don't know if this thing is working. Wait, 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 hold on now. You got to sit tight here. I got work well, to do. We got bills to pay, okay, Tona Buck. I'm excited. Jeez. And I'm Can you put your phone down? Yes, I'm here. I'm sorry. Uh, messed up. Go ahead. So okay. um, I'm here talking with Tona Buck, and as you know, Tona is also on WING 13. Yes, I'm excited. Sit tight. You're too excited. I'm sorry. You I know I like being on his side. Go I ahead. Gotta pay the bills. Okay. All right. So I'm speaking with Tona Buck, who is an author, an advocate, and we're going to be talking about sexual assault. And she's yes. got this amazing event that she does, and it's actually expanded. Yes. She's got a couple of books out, etc. And if you haven't heard, she's very excited. I am. I am. I am. Welcome to the book. Thank you. Listen, so this is a um, last minute plan. So this is my Tuesday nights. I do um, Tonas at Tuesdays. Um, Tuesdays at Tonas. So I have a group of my team come over. I cook for them every um, Tuesday night. We hang out and we chill. But because of you, you asked me. I was like, they're still at my house eating and having a good time without me, which is fine. I love you, ladies. You are my body, my circle. I appreciate all of you. And if you are, you know, I don't do live. I'm learning how to do this now because this is coming. I'm, I'm promoting um, breaking the silence of sexual abuse, right? And so I need to just stop being a punk and put myself out there live because the message needs to be heard. So sure. I thank you for giving so, me the opportunity. For sure, Tony. And, you know, I'm glad that um, you had reached out to me. Uh, I think it was last week or maybe 10 days or so yes. about speaking at, at your school where yes. you teach. And, um, you know, just my schedule I had to make sure some things um, were going to be able you. to do it. You're welcome. I appreciate and you. I want to tell you that I appreciate the work that you're doing, too, because thank oftentimes you. the work that we're doing, you know, we... I don't want to say suffer in silence, but we do a lot yeah. in silence. And, you know, we have our core people who know what we're doing through, going through the trials and trips, but they don't. They just see, hell, Tona's always happy, she's bubbly, <laughs> she's on stage, same thing with me. But there's a lot of difficulty that comes with being open. And I want to tell you that I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Um, when I first started doing radio and TV, one of my brothers, uh, Clarence, had said, you know, um, you know, God may want to use you through what you're doing to do some other things. And I was like, I'm not interested in being a pastor or yeah. any of those things. And he was like, no, that's not what I'm talking about. It's some other things. And I was never a person to say absolutely no. I wasn't yeah. Jonah. I wasn't going to be like, no, God, I'm going the other direction. So I was just like, well, well. <laughs> yeah, hey, God, if this is what you want me to do, make it happen. Yes. Well, now that I look back over the decade or so that I've been doing this, I start to see the projects that were successful, the relationships I've built. The communication that I've helped people to achieve, yes. the other organizations, all these wonderful things. And I just say that to say to you that you coming out or doing something, it may seem like, okay, going live is out of your comfort zone. Yes. But without a doubt, if your spirit's right. People want to receive it. Oh, and I not only receive it. it, but I firmly believe that every time we do that, we build up these nuggets yeah. all over us. And yes. before we know it, we've got a bunch of them. So okay. keep up the good work. Thank you. So a couple of things, right? Um, I love that um, I work at Village Charter School. And five years, four years ago, we started doing a Black History um, Career Day. Very important to me because I remember... Vini, we was on a show, and I don't know if I was 
interviewing on an interviewee, but I had a shirt that said uh, me. And I'm, I'm an acronym person, and people will always say, you know, how do we um, help this generation? I've been working with kids for over 20 years. And so the shirt, um, the acronym for the shirt was um, me. Um, mentor, educate, and, and exposing children. That's what it was for, right? And so I believe that if we mentor, if we educate, and if we expose our children to something that they've never been exposed to, we can sustain and also change a generation. So I thank you and all of those who are coming out on February, February the 27th at Village Charter School from um, 9 to 2 to talk to our children, to tell them about your careers. And if, 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 if you have a career that I don't know about, please, by all means, inbox me on Toner Buck, right? And, but the most important reason why um, I cut my Toner Tuesdays um, off tonight to be here is because um, my purpose is greater than anything else right now. Meaning that I'm a sexual abuse survivor. I went from having one walk three years ago, Trenton's first sexual assault walk, to Trenton, New Jersey's sexual assault walk. This is our third annual one that will be held on April 11th. The time has changed, right? It's, it's supposed to have been at 8, but because they have an Easter egg hunt, it's going to be at 12. So I have to change all that, which is fine. But I'm so pleased. I'm so honored. I'm so grateful that in 2020, um, Rosa, my organization, Rising Over Sexual Abuse, we will have a walk in Connecticut, mm, good job. South Carolina, and New Jersey. I believe that um, Rosa is going to go state by state um, breaking the silence against sexual abuse. My ultimate goal is no more. I always say this while we're talking, every nine minutes a child is being sexual abused. Listen to me. I went to a sexual um, a human traffic conference. The first one I've ever been to. Um, been to. It was New Jersey's human, sec um, human trafficking conference. Blew my mind, changed my whole life. The first thing that changed my life to make me so hungry to break the silence against sexual abuse, because I shared my story for over 20 years. It's not that I had not, but I was able to pick and choose when I wanted to share it. But when I did my first documentary, Why We Didn't Tell, because 93% of us are being victimized by people that we know and trust, and it's never been done when you have African Americans talking about being victimized and surviving sexual abuse. When I heard their stories, I swear for God, it made my story like a piece of cake in my mind. But like when I heard that, and I had a real bad childhood that second, tonabuck.com if you want my book. But <laughs> <laughs> give a shout out, tonabuck.com. Um, she survived it, right? So now I'm in a place where I'm writing another book. <laughs> I cracked me up. So I did. I published three books in one year with a brain injury. For those who don't know, I was walking my dog. I was having a party at my house. A car hit me and kept going and left me on the street like an animal. It hit me so hard, it knocked my boot off my foot and damaged my brain. I went from writing 100-page grants to not being able to spell three-letter words. To this day, I still, I'm up to maybe five-letter words, and I published three books in a year. Technically, before I did that, I wrote 10 children books mm -hmm. that's not been um, published yet because I'm looking for an illustrator to do it. Right, but it, that's why I thought that's where I thought God was gonna um, move me into because I never wanted to be an author. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I never had it. I hated writing. I'm being honest. I love to read, but I hated writing because writing was my job. I had to write hundred page grants to be. I did um, federal funded programs. That was my job, and so I didn't like writing because that was my money. So you don't enjoy that for the most part. It was my bread and butter. I always tell people I'm not an author. I'm a writer. God is my author. Because nobody can tell me that coming from writing a 100-page 
from coming from writing hundred page grants to not being able to spell three letter words. I published my first book in two months that was two hundred and something pages. Then I wrote um, the stop book, Safe Touches Only Please, and it educates children about their body parts, right? And good and bad touches. And then I wrote my my a fun book called Liberated How Women Cheat. And it was a fun book for me because it liberated women and you can find them all on Amazon.com <laughs> too. So with that said, I'm excited about I could actually say I'm, I'm excited about what God is doing. But I said last night, I started a podcast, thanks to Vini. Hi, Vini. So I when I started um, WIMG, oh, my God, it was um, six years ago. Six years ago, I've been a part of the four-time Stella Award winning station, WIMG. And I love being a part of this family. And I actually like being over here more. And so Vini taught me how to interview, right? And she was like, you're talking too fast. I'm cutting people off. So I have ADD. I, well, I had ADD before I got hit by the car. Then my brain just stopped. It stopped my brain when I got the brain injury. And so, so what she taught me was how to write notes and blah, blah, blah. I don't have to worry about that now because my brain is trying to recuperate. And so now I have my own podcast. Mondays at 7 o'clock. Thank you, Andre Williams. We're having ink. Um, shout out to Andre. I have my own podcast. And I was looking back. We have um, four point something thousand views within a month. That's right. And I am like a nobody just telling my story. So I am grateful because I didn't see any of this coming. A lot of times, um, tragedy is so bad. And trust me, I wrote a book about tragedy, right? I, listen, I wrote books about tragedy. And I really want to talk about um, how we kind of try to hear from in, in the next part of the segment, but I wrote a book about um, about my experiences and how it came out okay, right? Because one thing that I said last night in the show, I was talking to Nina um, Dawson on my show. I said to her, I said it's one thing when you have storm, ice storm, right? But it's nothing. You have storm after storm after storm after storm, and how do you keep living after that? And that's my new book title now. No other way we must live. I must live, and and I could tell you after the break, like how you see all this, and my soul is on a respirator right now while I'm talking to you. Mm -hmm. See people, I don't care if you're a preacher, if you're a teacher, if you whatever your gift and your purpose are, if you're anointed for, you're gonna walk in it. That don't mean you're gonna get fulfillment out of it. Mm -hmm. And people act like. That's normal that you're supposed to, but that's not necessarily always the case. Mm -hmm. So I want, I'm hoping by doing this show that um, as I um, encourage myself, that I encourage other people who child that's died, who, um, who's been diagnosed with something, who's really experienced some real traumatic things in their lives. Now, I, I'm not talking to people who got it. I always say this, who got a toothache and talking about, I need God to pay a bill. I, I'm not yeah. talking to those people. I'm talking about people. Trauma is real. Trauma means that something happened in that second that you didn't expect, that the rug was pulled out from under. You didn't see a storm that was going to come and it affected your life. And how do we bounce back? from that traumatic experience. And I treat, and this funny part is, I, I taught trauma and recovery for Yale University. I'm not, I was a new, I'm a sexual abuse survivor. I taught this, right? But getting hit like an animal as an adult and left on a um, sidewalk to die is a whole nother trauma that I did not expect. So we don't expect it, it just comes. And how do we deal with it? Mm -hmm. We'll talk more about that after the break. I've got Tona Buck in the studio. You can find her Hi. website, tonabuck.com, T-O-N-A-B-U-C-K.com. She's also an author and very, very open about being a sexual abuse survivor. You're listening and watching the Trenton 365 show over WIMG. We'll be back after a short break. So we don't break. 
And welcome back to the Trenton 365 show. I'm reading off a script here. Welcome back to Trenton 365 coming to you live from WIMG 1300 AM or WIMG1300.com. If you're viewing us, you're watching over WPHY, Fios Channel 28, and over the air broadcast channel 25.1. And I am I am talking with Tona Buck. Now, Tona Buck is not only an author, she's also an advocate, and she's very open about her sexual, about being a sexual abuse survivor. Now, even more so than just speaking about it, but she's actually taking it to action, providing opportunities for other people to get involved, to share their story, and what I think is oftentimes missed, providing a safe space for people who are supportive to come together and to have an event, a fun social activity such as your walks yes. that you're doing. So, Tona Buck, let's talk about why you wanted to put together a sexual abuse survivor's walk. Okay, so people who may not know me from before, I organized um, first HIV and AIDS walk because that was an important issue that was plaguing our community at the time. I also organized Trenton's first um, cancer walk, and it lasted for 10 years before I moved away to South Carolina. But in the, So what I learned about the walks is that it allowed people to come together, and it allows, so for sexual assault, I say it allows us to war, right? But it also gives us a voice. It gives us support. We let people know they're not by themselves, right? And it also educate people about what's going on in their communities that, that they may not know. Like when, um, when I became an HIV educator, my sister, to Dr. Chevelle Bellamy, I love you. She was, um, she was definitely, she was uh, part of the um, HIV community, um, and so she brought me in, and we were dying, right? We were dying from this disease because we were unknowledgeable. We didn't have the knowledge, and and the Bible says people, um, our people perish from lack of knowledge, yeah. right? And so that's one of the, my, that's one of the purpose. Obviously, God has me to do to give people knowledge about things that I may not have known about, but once I get it. I want to share it, right? So when I did the cancer walk, I had a girlfriend who um, called me in December to let me share to me that she had breast cancer. She was dead by May, and she left three amazing children. But at this point, I'm knowledgeable. I'm kind of educated, too. I didn't know that was plaguing our community because we were not on the pamphlets. We were not on the commercials. So we didn't see our faces. I want, I want you to back up a little bit. Now, for the folks who are in the listening and viewing audience, when we, as people of color, Say well that TV show that commercial that commercial that the pamphlets any of that the marketing materials it doesn't resonate with me because none of those people appeal to me they they was they were they didn't have they didn't have my color and so because of that not that I'm I'm uneducated it just didn't even. I didn't even think about it. And so when she called and told me she had cancer, I was like, cancer? I had to look it up. I'm being honest. I was like, what in the world? And then I knew the severity of what cancer could do. And she was in the late stages when she found out because she didn't know either. And she didn't have a history of cancer. And so um, Cynthia Powell changed my life. When, when things change my life, my goal is to change other people's lives. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. So being a sexual abuse survivor, like I said, I was on a platform in front of thousands and thousands of people. I was consulting for Yale University talking about mental health and how it plays our African-American community. I've had so many opportunities to talk in front of so many people, right? But when I did the documentary, after I got hit by that car on 109, I was home depressed. I know I can write a book on depression. I was home depressed. And I always wanted to do it, but then I had the time to do it. When them nine, when those nine other people came into my house and shared their stories, I didn't even know any, some of these people. Literally, I put it on a L. Um, I put it on Facebook. I was like, I want to do a documentary about um sexual people, those who have been sexual abused. God is my witness. 
they signed the paper, a waiver, so I can show it all over the world. Then they um, told me their stories. 90% of them had never showed, told anybody, and I don't even know where they are. At least about 50% of them, I've never seen them again. They came, they did their purpose, they changed my life so that I could change other people's lives. So now I can't do anything else but introduce myself as, hello, my name is Tona Buck. I'm a sexual abuse survivor because I need everyone out there that's been victimized to know that they're not by themselves. I need to educate others so this won't happen to another child. I started being sex abused when I was three years old. Three years old by a grown man. And so somebody that I loved and trust. It wasn't a stranger. And so that was, that's why the stop book is so important to me. So my goal also with doing three walks in three different states in April, because for those who don't know, April is Sexual Walk, Sexual Assault Awareness Month. April the 1st, we'll be in South Carolina. Sorry, the first week in April, April the 4th, the first week in April, April the 4th, we'll be in South Carolina. It's second um, week, which is 11th, is always allocated to Trenton's New Jersey Sexual Assault Walk. And the only reason why we're playing with the date in Connecticut, not that I don't have a powerful team, I thank you in Connecticut, but I didn't know that you have different... With permits, part permits in different states, right? So it's either going to be the 18th or the 25th, but I'm, but we're pushing for the 18th um, of um, April. Can I just tell you how important my purpose is? And for those who know um, Tona Buck, I start giving out birthday um, highlights that my birthday is April the 20th, the greatest month of the um, year. Oh. Like, this is to me. I, this is to me for I don't since I was like 18 years old. Before we had technology, I started like in January my birthday because I should have been dead or in jail. That's read my book that second. People don't understand the choices that were that were made for me. The residue caused me to make bad choices when I was a teenager. So I should have been dead or in jail. So when I had my son, I'm, I'm a fourth generation teenage mother. When I had my son, he changed my life. He saved my life. Literally at 18, I had this child and he changed my life. And so at this point, I had to get that part of my life back because I was not going to raise another um, generation of dysfunction. And nobody, nobody was going to touch my children. Yeah, do you yeah. understand me? So so the way I knew to do that was break the silence and tell them my story and make sure they knew um, their body parts, right? Very important to me. So I remember finally telling my mother when I was grown, because you don't tell. Like black folk, and not only... This, I met Italians and oh, people from all this country, cu cu um, cultures. But what I know, because um, from my culture, what's done in house stays in the house. And we have to break that because the devil's a liar, right? Mm -hmm. It's a crime. And when somebody um, victimizes your child, your job is not to interrogate them and um, re victimize your child and to, and to interrogate them. Your job is to call 911 mm -hmm. and say that this child said that they were victimized by my brother, my uncle, my boyfriend, my husband, my wife, my girlfriend, my aunt. I don't care. That's your. That's the only job you have to do is to tell and let the system figure it out that's the only crime that I said that you're guilty until you're proven innocent if a child said that you um, sexually victimized them right so my mother said to me that always resonated and I was in my 20s when I finally told her she said I wish you would have told me so I, I told her I didn't know what to tell yeah why would I have known what to tell those spirits, that that horror that that man did to me should have never been done to a child. So why would I have known what to tell? So that's why I wrote the stop book. So my goal is to, in um, April, I, my first book, my first um, 500 books, I was able to give away free. Thank y'all. I was able to give away free from donations. April is Sexual Abuse Awareness Month. I want to go from South Carolina to New Jersey to Connecticut and get those books into children's hands free. I don't want ever a child to say I did not know what to tell mm. ever 
ever because because as adults we don't want to tell you sexual abuse we don't we don't want to talk about it no you need to talk about it because if a predator looked like a predator you wouldn't have them around your child they look normal they act normal they sit at the table and break bread with you look at my documentary why mm -hmm. we didn't tell these girls were getting raped at eight years old raped raped by grown men and these men when they got finished being raped they would go and be at by the time they cleaned themselves up they would be having a be having a beer with their granddaddies literally like so if we knew what they looked like people ask me all the time tona how do i stop my how do i protect my child you educate the child and you talk about it i used to tell people all the, like when people were like my older nephews and my um older um males and females would be around my children right in front of my kids i was like tell them i'd be like tell them your um your private parts and tell them who is not supposed to touch it that's powerful my granddaughter right now she would tell you at one years old she couldn't even talk Wash your vagina, wash your breast, wash your anus. She knew what that meant. Right now, she would. She, there was like a couple weeks ago. She was like, "Yeah, because nobody's allowed to go in the bathroom but me and touch me, but me and my mommy." That's right. I remember I had this. I have. I don't remember. I had this wonderful, challenging men pen, and um, she was on the floor. She was like one and a half years old, and he was galloping all over the floor. And she, I said, I was like, "Get up, because he's gonna jump on you." That dog touched her vagina. Jog, you would have thought he shot her in the head. She was like, that's my vagina. No, that's my vagina. And I said, do you know how powerful it is? It's every child in the United States would know. That is my private part, and you are not allowed to touch it. That's my goal. The same way I raise my children to know that they need to be safe, it's the same way I raise this grandchild that I want every child in, you, in the world to know. These are my private parts, and no one is allowed to touch it without my permission. Now, when Tona talks about being excited, you can you can <laughs> hear it, and if you are in her presence, you can feel it. I have the amazing author advocate for sexual abuse survivors, Miss Tona Buck, here Thank in the you. studio. I encourage you to check out her website, Tona T O N A Buck B U C K dot com. There you can find out about what she's doing. Yes. Purchase her book. Offer some support and encouraging words, and you can even learn about the whole month of April. Yes. Every Saturday in the month of April, We're she has busy. an event that's coming up, and that's and you can't say anything if you're on the East Coast because it's going to take place in say South it again. Carolina, say it again. Trenton, and Connecticut. If you're on the East Coast, there's no reason why you can't come to one of these sexual abuse awareness walks that Tona Buck is putting on. Yes. We're going to be 4-4 uh, in South Carolina, 4-11 in Trenton, and either 4-18 or 4-25 in Connecticut. I thank you for having me. Oh, I it's appreciate been my, you it's having been my me. Pleasure and you know, me. I need to do one more before they walk because... Um, I just need to because we need to make sure people know what we're doing. All right, fantastic. I promise to have you back. Thank you. Tone I appreciate you. Thank you. Oh, you're, you're, you're Thank you so for welcome. listening. Mwah. All right, folks, you've been listening. This has been the Trenton 365 Show. Thank you for joining us on the stellar award-winning station, WIMG 1300 and WIMG13.com, 1300.com, PHY, Fios, Channel 28, and Over the Air Broadcast, Channel 25.1. Have a great and wonderful Thank night. Thank you. I'm literally,